<laughs> I loved I loved when you were playing the first mission and if you were taking your time, uh I forgot the other character's name, he would call you and say, Ethan, are you on your way? And I'm then freezing. <laughs> And Ethan, being the manliest badass agent that he is, says, Oh, I'll be there in a jiffy. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> what? What you can't you whoever you, Jiffy hasn't been used since the nineteen fifties. Right, he's like but, the radios of the nineteen fifties. Yeah, like who's saying Jiffy? Hold on, Cutter, I'll be right there in a the Jiffy. My friend, yeah. Like, whoa! I was like, come on, don't don't let me lose my immersion here. I'm, tr- I'm in a Russian base, trying not Wait, to be you, killed. And you, Jiffy's you were the word. <laughs> I was trying. I was trying my right, hardest. Okay, I'll be right there in a Jiffy. Keep the teapot cold. That I mean, was oh, that was amazing. Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of everyone's favorite podcast, the Critical Arcade Podcast. I'm your co-host Nick, and I'm Dave. Hello, Dave. Hi, I almost Nick. wanted to, I almost wanted to say, I'm Ethan Hunt. Yes, from the <laughs> movies, though, not from not from the script. Not from the script. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, we're both too tall to be Ethan Hunt, to be honest with you. Is that true? Oh, right. Tom Cruise is apparently That's, quite short. Yeah, he's very short. But, yeah. Really? Yeah. How, how, how tall, how tall is Tom Cruise? No, no. Yeah, because I have this knowledge just kept away <laughs> in my brain. Right? <laughs> how tall is Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise height. Google, please save my bacon. It is... Uh, uh, um, it's just, Okay, 1.7 meters, but 5'7". Uh, five, five, yeah, 5'7". Okay, 5'7". Okay, that's, that's not that short. It's not that short. I actually did think he was shorter, I must admit, because everybody makes fun of him. Of him. But, yeah, he's shorter-ish <laughs> right. then. He's not Danny DeVito short. No, that's true. No. That's short. <laughs> Poor Danny. If he's listening to this, we still love you, Danny. <laughs> no, no, I think... <laughs> I think by this point, he's sort of owning it. Yes, I think you're 100% right. Of course he is. He's, he, he's, he's a known short man, and he does it very well. And that ties in perfectly to what game are we playing this, this week? <laughs> this week we this week we played uh, the PS One. I'm not going to say darling. No, not this <laughs> the PS One game, Mission Impossible, released in 1999. That's right. That's what. Uh, Which is 24 yeah. years ago. 24 years. That's, ago? that's 24 years ago. <laughs> this game's 24 years old. We played a game that's 24 years old. That's crazy. That is crazy. You can legally drink and drive and all sorts of things. I mean, you can legally almost have a degree. Yeah, exactly. There's a ton of things. It this is this this got released a year after uh, Metal Gear Solid. Yes, which is yes. the real espionage tactical goat. Or or, and- or it depends. So espionage I'll give you, but it was also released a year after Goldeneye on uh, oh! Nintendo, which. I did not know that. Yeah, which did the let's just say did it did it a lot better. <laughs> Goldeneye was N sixty four. Yeah, so was a uh, Mission Impossible came out the N sixty four first, and then to PlayStation like a year later. Was it the same game? Because not necessarily. Uh, it, it got that's um, the thing. In those days, the, the games depending on the platform aren't always the same. No, it's true. Very true. It isn't the exact same game. No, I knew it. But yeah, okay, when, it, when we're ranking GoldenEye, Metal Gear Solid, and this game, this is definitely at the bottom. Oh yeah, definitely. That's, a, that's, a, that's an easy, easy, easy uh, uh, toilet game. Right? I wouldn't say it's because it's that bad. It isn't that good. But it's just because the other two games are yeah, much that's better. Right. That's right. It, it actually, uh, the game itself actually had uh, relatively c- commercial success. It sold uh, a good number of units. It actually made money for oh. uh, uh, info games. Was it just riding the hype of the movie? Well, to some degree, there was actually something strange. Um, first of all, Tom Cruise didn't allow his likeness to be used in it, but that's you can you can spot that <laughs> nobody looks like a human anyway, so that's fine. Um, <laughs> and um, they weren't allowed to use uh, like uh, gratuitous violence. Uh, the, oh. the, the Mission Impossible people said you can make the game, but you've got to make it 
relatively non-violent that they know they're right. going to use guns and stuff but no blood and no swearing and no like yeah yeah so it got hampered a bit in development but but it did it was a relatively commercial success it's it's quite strange really because um it was the era when games didn't you didn't get 20 to 30 games released in a period of a month you only got like five and so yeah when you had things like mission impossible and then the other thing was i don't know some generic uh game that came out alongside it Mission Impossible was going to sell better I'm, I'm just thinking was if I'm looking at the ESRB ratings mm-hmm. would would this game have been an an E or an E 10 plus or a teen I'd say it's I guess it's got to be teen because it did involve dying but I believe the movie was uh, an adult movie right I haven't watched the movie in a long time but I'm pretty sure that's got to be up there in a, like a 16 or something nowadays. Yeah. Right. It says con- uh, teen content generally suitable for ages 13 and up. So I guess it's T. This, yeah, this, I guess this so. This yeah. rated T for teen. But yeah, this game, <laughs> it's, well, I was playing it. I've, 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 got, I've got a load of mixed feelings because I thought this, this looks like a, a super PS1 game. Yeah. No, it, it's just it's, especially straight up. The beginning intro and stuff like that, it actually has almost cinema cinematographic i know we're talking 1998 or 1999 <laughs> versions of cinema uh, uh scenes hit on the but it was quite cool it was quite and it was almost exactly the same as the movie if i remember the movie rightly oh yeah it's the okay it was and that was cool and it opens up really well so you kind of get excited that is it it does exactly that yeah. it does do that um if if if, if we're jumping straight into the segments mm. It uh, the narrative of this game opens up immediately, yeah. right? When you would, even if you're just in the main menu, it looks like uh, the 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 interface for a super secret uh, device where you get your briefing. Yes, that's right. That's right? right, your mission yeah, briefing and right. your equipment. It even makes those beep boop pop noises. Yeah, it, it did. Make, it made me laugh. Um, the opening sequence when you you know that. Um, you know, Mission Impossible was a TV series years ago, yes? Like, no, I didn't. I'm so clueless when it comes to Mission Impossible. Oh, did you not? It's a, it was a TV show. I think it was like a long time ago, like the seventies, like the nineteen seventies. Yeah, I know my. Wow! No, I did not did know not this. Know I thought the no, I thought the first one with, with, with Tom Cruise, the movie that was the first Mission Impossible, oh, and no, then no, they no. made eight more. No, it was a, a relatively long-running series in like the I think it was the seventies or early eighties. I forget, what? but yeah, it was a massive thing. It was um, almost it could have been black and white. I can't exactly picture in my head, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was one of those. It was the era where like James Bond and suave like secret agents were kind of the oh. thing. And so right. it, was, it was a big TV series, and that's why they actually inevitably made a, a movie from it. But um, the whole seat, the whole thing where you get um, this message will uh, explode, self destruct in ten seconds. That was all uh, from the the series and stuff. And what which I loved about the cinematographic here, he just left it on the bench, you know, in the park. <laughs> yeah, he just gets up <laughs> and leaves. I'm like, what? What kind of? <laughs> oh. Why does this secret agent also have to be an ass? <laughs> Just leaving an explosive <laughs> little device on the bench in a park. I was, th- I was thinking, what's the point of having this secret message encrypted and self-destructing if it's just going to be in an open briefcase on a bench in the <laughs> yeah, park? That's right. So anyone he didn't can open. Hear it. He just walked up to it and pressed play. I know. It was anyone funny. could have done that. That was that was funny. <laughs> it cracked me up. But directly after this, you would get your briefing and you would immediately jump into your first mission as Ethan Hunt. What's the narrative? It's 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 you are trying to stop a a Russian uh, submarine in a frozen land or That's town right. called Lundwitz. Yeah, that will do. Something, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and this mission is just you, Ethan, infiltrating and exploding a submarine and then getting away. Uh, that's cool. That is cool. That setup, I like it. And that is the same as the movie. It's 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 relatively verbatim of the movie, and the, and the storyline does okay. have lots of uh, twists and turns and betrayals and all such all those things as well. And that actually does yeah. occur in the game too. In theory, if you've watched the movie, you kind of know what's going to happen. Really? Um, okay. Which is a bit unfortunate, I suppose. 
But it does play out almost exactly the same as the movie. And the movie isn't bad, so narratively, the game isn't horrible. Okay, um, I haven't watched the movie, so I think all the scenes or all the scenarios in this game would have been a big surprise. Yes, yes. No, it would have been for you. Yes, 100%. It would have been. For me, not so much. Although I do think well, this is a relatively quick game. Well, that's the PlayStation era. There was very... PlayStation yeah. 1 era, obviously. There was very few apart from like the Final Fantasies and the Metal Gear Solids and, say, like the Resident Evil games that weren't just like, um, say, 15 to 20 levels, like yeah. 40, 45 minutes a level, maybe. I that do really, think go on. that this is a quick game. It is. It's not a, it's not a small game. No. It's which which sounds contradictory. It's yeah, that's exactly right. It's it plays out like I said, you got to it's 1999. It does play out like the movies and that was a big thing back then. Yeah. To have the cinematic aspect of playing a game. It wasn't just playing a platformer or 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 things such as that. To actually play a movie game was a big thing. And this does do that part well. But narratively mm. they don't add much else. <laughs> I don't know. I think there was a lot. There's a lot of jokes they th- <laughs> they threw in, the, but the, which the okay, granted, it doesn't it does it doesn't lend much. <laughs> but the jokes were like the uh, you know when you went you had to go into that tent and then that spy for that uh, the the I guess Russian found you. Yes. yes. Oh yes, I <laughs> say it. The dialogue there was amazing. <laughs> it really was. It was like whoa, it's so good. I'm pretty sure that part wasn't in the movie. I might be oh, wrong. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ladies and gents, the part we're talking about, uh, Ethan Hunt goes into a tent to uh, infiltrate, get some get some intel, and a Russian general or whatever yeah. finds him, and he asks him, who are you? And Ethan Hunt says, oh, hello, I'm Fred. I'm looking for, <laughs> for my, my dog. dog. <laughs> and, and the Russian soldier just like pauses for a moment, like he's contemplating that this scenario could be real. He's Fred looking for his dog. <laughs> yeah, like, I like dogs. I wonder if I've seen a dog. I haven't seen a dog. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, like, like, it's such a bizarre moment. It is. And then he says, I'm going to call for a guard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, the cutscene ends. He doesn't call for no, a guard. Just, you just walk up and punch him. Yeah, he literally stands there for a few minutes <laughs> like, how do I call for a guard again? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. No, it's but hilarious. It, it was a good moment. Later in that level, I mean, it's just, it just, it happens some more. Yeah, it the does. things that, the things they do are just, it can only be done in a PS1 game. If you do it now in a movie or in a newer game, no. Yeah, and it's one of those things I had to, I had to look back to see if this was normal because, well, PlayStation 1 games, we don't play that much and I can't, I remember playing them yeah. as a kid. But then it was, yeah. the, it's the same year they released Metal Gear Solid, like you said, and Resident Evil 2. Jeez. And, and they didn't have that level of like, pauses and weird uh, character interaction and stuff like that so this wasn't this wasn't the norm of 1999 playstation one games no this was this was mission impossible (laughs) (laughs) although i can imagine some sort of some sort of uh, executive or studio head going this game is too serious for kids we yeah. need to sell for kids. No, it's right? true. Kid, yeah. Kids mm-hmm. love jokes. Let's put in some jokes. No, it's very true. Especially your PlayStation 1 era. I'm sure what just came out after the Sega Mega Drive and all that. And those were definitely mm-hmm. aimed at kids. So their demographic would, in theory, have been teenagers or young kids. I can imagine that's why. That's exactly why they did that. Mm. So what did you think visually then? I think that's... Have you got anything else for narrative? Jeez. This, was, this is difficult because I don't have a lot of... I don't have as much experience on uh, PS1 as mm-hmm. you do. Mm-hmm. So when I was looking at this game, I kept thinking, Whoa, this, is some, this, is, this is some peak PS1. <laughs> yeah, this is some, it, this it is. Is some woof, PS1 graphics. It is. It pretty <laughs> much is, to be honest with you. <laughs> I, what I did like is when you started the very first mission... Hmm. Uh, we don't want to spoil any further missions or level in this game so that's why we're mostly talking about the first Mm, mission mm. once you got out of that boat and you started playing before you do there's the super serious zoom in on his face yeah like (laughs) this is this is the introduction of this character and his entire face (laughs) is like six pixels (laughs) yes have you um there's a weird joke in uh final fantasy uh eight where yeah. um, it's, it's, it's a classic joke, just makes uh, where there's a scene in a ballroom, 
and your main um, protagonist is, is kind of stoic and doesn't want to dance. And then a girl comes over to, over to him and says, you're the most handsome person here, dance with me. And then if you, if you zoom in on his face, his face is comprised of like 12 pixels and you can barely see anything there. It just, it's, it's kind of a lone joke in the Final Fantasy thing. It just reminded me of the same thing. It's like, it's like they zoomed in on him to say, look, that's not Tom Cruise. It's not anyone. It's basically see, Ham. See? <laughs> it's Fred. Yeah, and exactly. he's looking for his dog. <laughs> but it, it, like, there was a strange thing because they tried... When they tried making this game, they had real problems porting it to the Nintendo 64. Really? Okay. Because the Nintendo 64's limitations. And they actually... On the cartridges. Yeah, and the actual builds they had for the N64 to compete with uh, GoldenEye only ran at three frames per second. What? Because of the graphic uh, intensity that they had. So they actually had to dull down the graphics to put it on to the N64 and to some degree the Nintendo because they wanted for that era like as re- much realism as you could, but we just didn't have the the processing power to do it. No. So they actually wow. had a solid build that was would have been really quite pretty, but n- there wasn't a console that could actually play it. It was too PC uh, orientated, I suppose. That's interesting. That's almost that's wow. Okay, technology yeah. leaping. That's right. They, they were literally hindered it, by the current technology. But like you said, the graphics in this actually weren't that bad. It's, no, it's weird to say when you look at it. If you, if, ladies and gents, if you go look at screenshots and you look at it and you, you, you'd say that's not bad. And today's standard, yeah, it's atrocious. You know, it's really, <laughs> it's all, it's all rectangles and squares and. And bad filters and all this, but it's in that ju- nice big polygons. Yeah, you remember it's twenty four years ago, so yeah, this wasn't bad, and it had cutscenes in it, which for PlayStation there was only a handful of games that actually added, especially voiced cutscenes, and this game did, albeit they were oh, did. few and far between, and not particularly <laughs> they were hilarious more than they were intense. But it was there, yeah, and that was a new thing. That, like I said, they actually did push the boundaries a bit and you can understand that's why their sales actually weren't that bad because there were very few games that were doing that metal gear solid also did it and other big games did it but not random movie games so to speak i completely agree Mm. but i was very surprised with some aspects of this game others i weren't surprised they, they were bad but certain parts in this game i thought whoa this is this is actually quite nice i really like this first time i thought this um it was in a big open area uh, uh, this russian encampment in this town ludwitz hmm. i ran around and i kept thinking whoa this pl- this place is big yeah right this place is big usually for ps1 games or platformers whatever you can see the restrictions around you yeah entirely linear just walls upon yeah. walls upon walls yeah. Yeah, yeah in this game i could not i could run around mm. and find new areas of this encampment no loading screens. Sure, there is one to load into the next area, mm-hmm. and the the drawing distance isn't that far. No, but I was, I was. This was, I I was really surprised by how big these areas are, and they are just full of things: guards on patrol, a car, a tent, a uh, 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 electrical fencing, mm. electrical wires. I was, yeah, that was very nice. I like that. Yeah, it, it, they like I said, they they did nail that aspect of the game, but. There was one aspect of the game, or a couple of aspects of games. What, what did you think, audio-wise? Audio, I think the voice acting was funky. It was hilarious. Funky it was the, stuff. It was the like there was one. <laughs> <laughs> I loved. I loved when you were playing the first mission, and if you were taking your time, uh, I forgot the other character's name. He would call you and say, "Ethan, are you on your way?" And I'm then, <laughs> and Ethan, being the manliest badass agent that he is, says. Oh, I'll be there in a jiffy. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> what? What? You can't. You, whoever. You, jiffy hasn't been used since the 1950s. Right? He's like but, the radios of the 1950s. Yeah, like. Who's saying jiffy? Hold on, Cutter. I'll be right there in a jiffy. jiffy. My friend, yeah. <laughs> like, whoa. I was like, come on. Don't, don't let me lose my immersion here. I'm, tr- I'm in a Russian base trying Wait, not to be you, killed. And you, jiffy's you were the worst? <laughs> 
I was trying. I was trying my right, hardest. Okay. <laughs> I'll be right there in a jiffy. Keep the teapot cold. That I was mean, oh, that was amazing. And it was um. And if you played the game, and I, I played the game, and I got caught. And yeah. there, was, there was this whole scene where uh, you're under arrest. Uh, we've got you now. And the exact same time I got caught, that exact playthrough also happened. <laughs> so the Russians were saying, so- "Oh, we're going to take you to prison." And then Ethan goes, "Don't worry, I'll be there in a jiffy." <laughs> it, was, it was great. Speaking of, I completely forgot about this fact. When you get caught, mm. there's a little cutscene at the end. At the end, you- that's right. <laughs> Captive, and they say, "Oh, you think this is cold? Wait till you get to Siberia." Yeah, just to rub it in that not that, only no, were you but that, that's some, that's some nice flavor. That was that's true. some nice flavor. That they was... could have just have you got you get caught, game over screen, and you restart. But no, mm. they added some flavor. They did. They, I like that. <laughs> I did. I must. I got caught like three minutes into my mission, and I was like, "Wow, <laughs> I I am mm. a good agent." <laughs> but yeah, like the audio is funny. But it's funny for its era, but it's also yeah. kind of good for its era, if you know what I mean. Like, they, you know, they were they were voiced. You know, they were fully voiced. They were people attempting to do accent. <laughs> Which mm, you uh, can't do now. Can't do now. It was hilarious. I <laughs> I liked what uh, uh, the, they tried to do the Russian accent. <laughs> Even Ethan... Yeah, whoever plays Ethan tried to do a Russian accent. It's just hilarious. We keep saying it, but it's the truth. But yeah, these. But that's one of the fun things about doing like the time capsule, going back to old games. Yes, they yes. can. They, they, are, they can be pretty funny and like Definitely. weirdly uh, out of place. But it, it. But another thing I did like, and again, you probably didn't know that. You, you know the Mission Impossible tune, right? That's right. Which which was from the which was from the series originally. That was uh, really it really was that was everybody knew that song from the like the seventies. It was a big big hit. That song, of course, like you said, like like you said, everybody knows it. You hear that song, you know Mission Impossible. Um, And that I liked that that played throughout the whole opening sequence. Yes, and uh, you know that was cool. It was immersive, and it was and the sound quality wasn't bad. Uh, Can you remember the MIDI format of music? Of course, of course. Now I do think a lot of this of the soundtrack is MIDI. Yeah, it is. It was one of the they yeah. actually made a point it to make to it be. MIDI. Yeah, yeah, and it, you can but, hear it. Yeah, the quality for the music, Ooh. even though it is MIDI for PS One, it's good. It's fine. It I was. like the Mission Impossible tune. Um, the voice acting, not so much. <laughs> the, qu- <laughs> the the quality for the voice acting. I know we riff on the actual yeah. voice acting, but yeah. the quality for the voice acting could have been done better. It sounds. Yeah. Muffled. I'm trying to think if that was common, but it's not really. If I think of Resident Evil and Metal Gear Solid, the sound, the voice acting in that was pretty decent. I think just the fact that these games had voice acting was a plus. Yeah, I agree. As you said, as you said, but uh, yeah, the the, the all the th- the songs. I like the the Mission Impossible theme. Glad mm. to hear it's here. It was made with the MIDI format, which mm. I wouldn't say it's unfortunate. Now, if it was a, a PS4 or a PS5 game, yes. Yeah, that would be the pits, <laughs> and we'll let you know. But for PS One, no, I no. think it's fine. But it's it's one of those like I can't think what was there any other ambient music? There must have been, but I I I've, I can't say I recollect any. Can you? Uh, no. I'm guessing no. I've... So so that basically they spent all their money on the uh, Mission Impossible song, <laughs> and that was it. Yeah, <laughs> to get the rights. Yeah, it was true. It's a good song. Do you need more? Uh, that's a valid point. You know, it's a, from my perspective, it's an instant classic. You know, you can't. I was going to mention the saint to you, but you don't know the saint, do you? The saint. Yeah. What? Is this a song, or is this another show from the seventies? It's another show from the seventies that also was very <laughs> of popular. Of course, it is. <laughs> but but other people listening, I hope we've got some people older than myself or my age. Did, have you never heard of the? the, 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 the that was it. What? No. 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 Okay. I'm sure. Okay. I'm sure if I hear it. The age I'll gap is showing it. again. Um, no. But it was, it's the same. That catchy song was also, again, yeah. most people would know that, not young people like yourself. It's the same. It's another espionage type song. And it's one of those things where you can sell a lot of money just with that yeah. song. And I think that's what Mission, okay. uh, Mission Impossible Game also did. You know, they're just hearing that song. You, you can almost picture it in Toys R Us, can't you? 
and it's on the demo unit and they're playing the game and the only thing that keeps playing out over it because it keeps playing the intro is the Mission Impossible oh, tune. Oh, yes. Yes, 100%. And uh, kids would be in the next aisle. Yeah, exactly. Once they hear that tune, they'd run over. Exactly. Which, is, you know, it's, I'm guessing, I hope, or maybe I'm overthinking, that's a good marketing yeah. aspect. Just hearing that tune and making Ooh, that's all, a good point. All putting all their money into the, the quality that comes across on the game to that tune is kind of a good marketing idea. Oh, jeez. Didn't even think about that. Apart from that, the sound is hilarious. And the, the, <laughs> the gunfire and stuff is relatively generic. You know, the muffled uh, 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 silencer on the guns and uh, other things. It's, it's almost that default file that, that Golden yes. Eye and, and Metal Gear Solid seem to all share. I'm sure maybe yeah. that's the actual sound it makes. <laughs> I say, But yeah, it, was, it wasn't anything special. I think now that I really try to remember when you're walking around hmm. when you're playing the game outside in the game i think what you hear are Ethan, ethan's footsteps hmm. and the wind which is good right it's, it's a regular right. ambiance yeah it's like just regular wind randomly put in every like six seconds yeah. and then his footsteps should we should okay should we go on to the doozy the big one goof ooh, 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 ooh. gameplay so <laughs> the first word i wrote down on my notes is clunky Oh, it was, it was insane. Like, I kept convincing myself that maybe this was what PlayStation 1 was like, and yeah. I just got to get used to it. Every moment, yeah. I was like, maybe I'm too used to, like, God of War, we're too used to right. all the cool things, so I had to go... Right, maybe like, we forgot. Yeah, I can't be negative, I've got to get used to it and then see if it's any good. Yeah. Problem is, I couldn't get used to it. <laughs> I kept pressing the Me wrong neither. buttons all the time. It, it's it's not intuitive. Not at all. It is clunky. Oh, it's oh no! I couldn't do it. I I could I could not get used to this controls at all. It's it's not intuitive. It was bizarre. Like getting the the uh, items on like um was it I'm trying to get the was it triangle or circle, and then going through neither it. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was it was the cross the x oh was it the x okay yes. yeah see see i'm already I, I obviously can't remember <laughs> this is how useless i was it's the same button as jump yeah for some reason and i was trying to get used to like swapping out the gun to the fists and i just couldn't oh, yeah i just couldn't and switching to your item is a different yeah. button yeah that was mental and even Why? S- switching to it and then saying, have I got it? Have I activated it? There's the, the gadget you get, which is the face changer, which, oh, that's cool. That's right. You know, who doesn't want to do that? And then I was, I was in the room and I was, I was thinking I was selecting it and I was selecting it and nothing was happening. And I'm like, am I now wearing it? I don't know. So then I went outside <laughs> and did the same thing. And it was like, oh, no, it's too cold to wear that outside, Ethan. Oh, and no. I was like, oh, okay. So at least then I knew I was trying to activate it. But yeah, the buttons... My favorite part, back to the voice actor, my favorite part oh, is, yeah. and the second part of that mission, you enter what I think it, I think it's where the submarine is docked. Yeah, yeah. You're on the other side of the tunnel or you're inside the tunnel, I can't mm-hmm, remember. Mm-hmm. And your face maker like dissipates. Yes, that's right. It, it disappears. That's right, that's it, right. it falls apart. And your spy teammate says, oh, Ethan, your face maker is melting away. And then Ethan says, realizing he's in a deadly situation mm. with no more disguises, <laughs> he could be killed. His reaction is, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> he's so cool. You know, he's so cool. He just says, ah, oh, shoot. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to die. <laughs> He doesn't. He's so laid back, Ethan. He does. This is why he's the best agent in the biz. He does not stress out. He doesn't worry. No. He's just like, ah, oh, shoot. Ah, oh, dang. That's multi-million-dollar. A gadget just broke because uh, it's chilly. <laughs> because it's cold outside. Oh yeah. Sorry, I completely sidetracked. No, it's fine. We were still on gameplay. Yeah, again, they did push the boundaries again by doing yeah. some interesting things because there are levels. You know, it's it's not it's the normal espionage trait where you hide and you sneak around. You try to use your gadgets to get in and out of things. You know that yeah. was all quite good. But they also chucked in some levels where you're just a sniper covering uh, one of your fellow agents. The entire level is just you through a sniper scope. Oh, you know, kind of like the old uh, arcade game. Um, yeah, yeah. 
That's cool. And another one, like at the end, you're on like a massive like turret thing, and you're just blowing up a base. And you know, oh man. And it was again. Okay, that, wow. That was kind of like a, a rarity to to actually spend the time mixing up the formula of varied, the game you're playing. Varied gameplay. Yeah, which was yeah. This this was like I said, we we all talk about the big ones. Metal Gear Solid kind of did it and stuff like that. But this was new. This was big. This was big going from wow. espionage to sniper to bombarding something and, and the even whole... a ton of PS2 games mm. uh, don't do that. No, exactly right. It, it's a... so they did. You know, it's funny for us to play it now, but they it was yeah. different. It was a different feel, and it was new, and it, that's why people did buy it. Now it's very hard to play, and it's even got. I had that slight feeling. You played the Hitman games, right? Yes. It had that same Hitman esque type feeling when you're. Ooh, oh, I like that. When you're walking with like the face maker on, and and people are like. You can walk past them for a little bit and stuff like that. It made me feel like a hitman. Where, you know, you know that the suave yes, walking yes. around like you're you're actually infiltrating. Yeah, but you're you're hidden in plain sight. That type of feeling yes. that, and it, it had that slight vibe. And of course, hitman I think came a, uh, quite a bit later. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they did. Um, so it does hit, it does do a lot of things right, but the control scheme and everything is so difficult i think i think it comes back to what you said earlier in this episode where they had uh, like these grand ideas but they were limited by the technology yeah i really do think that's a lot of the case if they made this game maybe five or ten years later mm. who knows and this was for the era where the gap between pc and console was kind of massive oh really not compared to today but the gap the pc graphics cards and cpus were a lot stronger than the, the console ones so and you can imagine they were making it. They make all these games on their PCs, and build kits weren't as so good as they are why now. Why did console games just sell better? Why did they choose console and not PC? Uh, consoles, I think, fundamentally were a little cheaper. They were marketed, like you okay. said, at teenagers and kids, and playing in front of the TV with friends. And a lot of the things I, I give it, it's actually uh, the. Of the hand controller aspect of playing games compared to PC. Oh, right. A lot of kids back in the day were put off by a keyboard and mouse because... Okay. Back okay. in the day, even PCs were seen as work items. They, yeah, yeah. They, they weren't a playing device. Granted, no. us kids did play our games on them, be it Tetris and the like. But I, th- I think maybe it's that aspect to it, but you, you're right. But the, the game devs, they had relatively powerful things and they had to tone it down, which which had to be a learning curve, really. It must be no, quite I can strange. imagine. Whereas now it's, uh, it's, I'm guessing they're pretty much on an even keel. Playstations and PCs, they're all fundamentally as powerful as one in, one another. Granted, PCs are still pretty much the master race in uh, complexity and power and all the wonderful things they can do. As long as you have a couple as long as you... million dollars. Right, so, right. Yeah. If, you, if you can afford it. Yeah, exactly. Jeez. Uh, on... Uh, if I'm going back to uh, this game Mission Impossible mm. there's one aspect of the gameplay that I think was really cool mm-hmm. that I think was really great for a PS1 game and that's the different camera settings oh yeah I did actually if, go on if you're in the game uh, you could change your uh, uh, preset camera with L2 right uh, yeah. it could be a sort of top down camera which is the default camera and mm. then you just walk around and the camera follows you or if you press L two, it changes to a third person's third person's perspective. Oh yeah, third I, person's yeah, yeah. Fuck, third person <laughs> perspective. Jesus, um, where the camera is stuck to Ethan's uh, back. Yeah, uh, and then it turns when you turn, um, it, and then you can kind of look left and right with L one and R hmm. one, and then if you press R two, no matter the camera setting, if you press R two you go into uh, first-person mode. Oh, I didn't play with all this. I didn't play with this at all. I didn't know any of this. That's kind of... That yeah, is if, cool. If, if, you play, if you press R2, it goes into first-person mode, but they couldn't figure it out just yet, so it's kind of behind Ethan's head, but uh, they make yeah. Ethan see-through. See-through, because they did that right? when, he's, when he's aiming with his gun, didn't they? Yes, yes, yeah. that, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. That is what they did, but even regardless if you're holding a pistol or not, mm. or if you're just punching, you could hold R2... And then it'd be a quote-unquote first-person mode. Mm. But then you can still run around and do things. That's cool. Like, that's that's 
pretty up there. That's it's like the, I mean, these are three different mm. camera settings for a PS One game. Yeah, that's that's them. That's that sounds like them trying to compete with like GoldenEye because GoldenEye yes. was completely first person. You know, you had the gun yeah. in front of you and you shot things. The idea that they did, you know, they tried to pull back and give you different angles. That you know, that's that's cool. It's it's norm today. It's the the norm in games types. But that's you know uh-huh. they were trying to push the envelope. I did, and I didn't know you Definitely. could get that many camera angles in it as well. That is, and that, that's kind of necessary for an espionage game as well because so you can keep an eye on the guards exactly. walking around and and exactly. all the other things you're dealing with. No, that is cool. I didn't notice that. I obviously was still trying to get my gun out or change to my fists when there's like <laughs> sixteen guards rushing me. Damn you, control! <laughs> yeah, oh so. right, jeez, the guards. Whenever the guards rush you, it just, you just <laughs> shoot them twice. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? I was just massacring by, <laughs> behind a, a container at some point. That was quite funny, though. You, you don't have to aim. It's like the golden eye control. Yeah, exactly. You just need to be looking in the general that's direction. Right, that's right. And you hit them. That's, that, 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 <laughs> there's, there's, there's some charm in that aspect, anyway. You know, just yeah. I remember. Did you ever play the Commando games? It reminded me of that. Uh, yeah, the the isometric commando games where you had like four different men and you had to sneak into a base. Do you know those ones? No, no. Oh, C- come on, we can't keep How doing do this. Not- commando. Okay, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I know, ladies and gentlemen, you all know the commando games. You're not as they you know, do. They like, do. There's one, but you, it's a whole espionage thing. But if you uh, trip a wire or something, the alarm goes off. And I remember in that game. Uh, it's always the same thing you just stand behind like a, a container and you'd have all these guys just rushing you and all you just do is keep clicking shoot and you this you get this pile of dead bodies because the ai wasn't that great so they just keep coming around oh. and you just keep shooting and shoot and that was one way you could complete the mission because you've killed all the guards if you ever failed it you know the sneaky sneaky way the way you're supposed yeah. to yeah and it just reminded me of the same thing when i was playing this game i managed to run behind a couple containers and then these guards just started running towards me. And then I just kept shooting them as they came around the corner. And then I was like, there you go. That's one way of doing it. It's not right. It's not now. that sneaky. But now I can just walk in. <laughs> I don't need the face changer. <laughs> That's, I almost did exactly the same. I tried sneaking. I tried the spy mm. uh, uh, tactical mm. roles mm. and all of these things. But when I once I got spotted, mm. it, yeah, it's, it, it's done. I, yeah. just, <laughs> I shot three dudes. That's right. They shot me 20 times, and I think my health didn't even drop. <laughs> I, that said, I liked the little bar thing. The little, um, you know, the little fuse at the thing at the bottom? Yes. That, that's also an uh, old adage to uh, Mission Impossible. That's the, the, the fuse would play whilst it was playing the song. Da, 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 and get shorter, shorter, and shorter. And at the end of the, the theme song, it would, uh, da, da, it would explode. That was the opening oh. sequence to... Um, uh, Mission Impossible, the TV oh, wow. series, and I liked There's that. There's some that nice was, little details. That was your health bar and like timer to your missions. I thought that was cool. Yes, that was really quite. That was a nice little <laughs> ad- adage. Another thing I liked. This is partly visuals. Hmm. Um, when you uh, there's a, there was a, 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 a part where I needed to find magnetic mines. Yes, that's right. Right. Mm-hmm. So I went into a big warehouse, and when I got inside. I was surprised to see that this place is actually filled with uh, uh, barrels and containers mm-hmm. and racks with just junk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but my marker said my objective is in here. What the hell do I do? Um, so I, I opened my my spy tab. Of course. <laughs> I checked my objective and it said, find magnetic mines. And I thought, what? How do I... <laughs> <laughs> but once I started just to think, okay, what would mines look like? They're mm. flat and they're round. Right. So I started looking around for something flat and round. And I found it. And when I just pressed X next to it, weirdly, the jump button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ethan picked up the mines and the objective completed. And I thought, well, okay. That makes Okay. Okay, that's cool. You're- I needed to read my objective and actually find the things. The game just didn't have a... <laughs> like a... You get what I'm saying? I do. But I'm sitting here thinking, you're practically a spy, Nick. Like, you knew what to do. <laughs> you, you knew what mines looked like. Yes. You know, they, they, they should be hiring you. You can, <laughs> you can say Jiffy, you know. I can say Jiffy. I'm, I'm going to go into the, you really the should. military base. Like I say, I'm going to go to the military base and I'm, <laughs> I'm going to tell people, my name's Fred and I'm looking for my dog. Yeah, exactly. Poor, 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 poor. 
Like I said, you, you've, you've got a calling there. You knew exactly what you were looking for. Oh. I was going to say, you, you, you missed your calling. <laughs> but yeah, that is cool. And, and, and we joke about it now, but that's a big thing in games in 1999. You know, it we got all the things now, but that type of level of description and, and actual having to find the objects amongst other yes. objects. That's so cool. It's, yeah, that was, that, that was a lot. It's it's funny to say, but that was a lot, and it is cool. It makes it more immersive. It makes it feel more spy-y, if that's a word. I don't think it is. It is now. It, is it now. makes it. It does make it feel more spy-y. Yeah. I, because I, I definitely felt like that. Hmm. Granted, this is one very nice, very nice bit in a bit of a bit of a bowl of not not. <laughs> <laughs> not so nice bits. The the not so nice bits definitely weigh out. Oh yeah, sadly. The nice bits, mm. quite sadly. Uh, regarding performance, the weird thing about these PS One games is they were all optimized yeah. for the PS One. Yeah. But I say optimized with a grain of salt because mm-hmm. it, it was the it was the PS One. Yeah, it's I was I'm saying the same thing as you. It was optimized to what it could do. It performance-wise, I, I must admit, even the camera in this, like you said, was actually quite good. Normally at this yeah. bit, I'd always complain about the camera, especially in old yeah. era of games. But the camera here was fine. It, you had fine to... is exactly the word I yeah. use as well. Sometimes it would just flow too far yeah. and I'd run into a wall. Yeah, but so that... fine is definitely the right word. Yeah, compared to uh, like other games, I can't remember what we talked about. The, the, it, was, it was manageable. It was, a no- it was frustrating at some times, but I couldn't see, yeah. you yeah. know how else they would do it so you know it, it worked but apart from that like you said it ran fine it, 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 like you said it, it is only a playstation one game and it did work to the console specs and that's one thing we had back in the day which we don't have so much now you know they build them properly yeah there weren't as many loading screens as no. i think they as i thought there would be true. right true if you're in this big area and you're entering this room that's seamless. You just open the mm. door and walk in. No, it's very true. The only time it loads is, I guess, from one big area to the yeah, next. Like or when you mission. select a mission. Yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. But once a big area is loaded, mm, it's true. that's it. Mm, that's very the, true. You, there you go. Nothing needs to load. If you need to walk into this warehouse, just walk in to the door. Yeah, it is funny to think, you know, we neglect to actually notice that. Because we're, you know, even today's games have loading screens. Even Elden Ring, depending on which PlayStation or PC you're playing on, had loading times sometimes. And this game didn't. This game mm. literally, you know, it was... It's something now you pointed out. It, it's actually quite impressive. You know, I'm trying to think... There are games now I play that... Granted, maybe my PlayStation isn't as uh, as good as the Pro or what the hell that's coming out soon. What? What are you talking about? We've got PS5s. I know, but the Pro is coming out in June. So now RPS. What? Or, There's a PS5 Pro. It's either being revealed no. in June or something. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. So it's so Sorry, it's rumored. It's possibly, yeah. I've I've been reading too much right. uh, junk no. uh, internet. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's a good point. You know, even today we're we're hit with loading screens on occasion on certain aspects of games, uh, and this one didn't. I think the worst was the uh, the early HD era, 360 yes, and yeah. PS3. No, that's true. They did. They had there. There was a ton of loading screens between each each like, room or whatever. Yeah, I remember uh, Fable for like the 360. That, yes. Every time you went into a house, like, and you went there were lots of houses. Oh. It was part of the game to go into each house. It had a loading screen each time. Which, Come on. Yeah, but, but like I say, we're, we're we're relatively spoiled now, I suppose. But that was a for pain sure. in the ass. I remember that being a pain. We another weird one is value for money. Mm. I have I haven't been playing games yet because I was still I was six or seven. <laughs> yeah. What did PS One games cost? How, how how were they still sixty dollars back then? Oh, now, now you're debating like the economy and stuff. The equivalency of sixty dollars? No, 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 possibly. not the equivalency. Just um, what did they cost? I remember being in England and I bought. Uh, Final Fantasy 9 for the PlayStation yeah. and that was 30 pounds 29.99 but that was 20 say 20 years ago I suppose like, right if no longer longer than 20 years say 23 years ago but 30 pounds in theory was what 60 pounds is now it was a, it was a lot of money it is a lot of money okay um, um 
So yeah, the uh, PlayStation One games were expensive. I'd say they were. I think because gaming was still relatively new and there weren't that many games, mm. people it's knew true. that the ten that is available, they could sort of assign any price that they'd like, and people would buy it because there's no other option. That's true. They weren't like indie games that they correct, could buy. Correct. Correct. Compared to today, it was a completely different type of uh, situation. Yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right. There was and like 30 PlayStation 1 games on the shelf and that was yeah. it. You know, that was the entirety of the, the 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 shelf PlayStation 1 section. Compared to now, we didn't have an entire shops that just sold games, so to speak. Not not at that time. Yeah, yeah. We used to pick them up in in like uh supermarkets and maybe computer stores which had a side section of games. That was it. And that you raised earlier the equivalency of $60 mm, now mm. then. Yeah. I don't even know how to work that out. No, no, no. But do I, I can only Im- I can only imagine it is much more much more expensive. What? Probably the value of ninety or hundred dollars. Yeah, because I remember back in the day, you only bought one game what, every three or four months. You know, nobody. If yeah. You were, if you were even super then, rich, that's, sure. But... Even then, that's like that's a, that's a bit quick. I used to get one or maybe just two a year. Yeah, I've got maybe I'm being over zealous. You could be right. I remember getting, especially like the Final Fantasy games, because I'm a big uh, fan. You're right; it, it wasn't birthdays and Christmas. That's very, it. very rarely did you get like a game for yeah, I don't know because it's Wednesday or something like that because they were too expensive and too, I don't know. Especially back in the day, people saw it a bit of a waste of money as well. Um, but yeah, in theory, it is the same thing. It's still it's the same as spending sixty, seventy dollars on a game now. You know, it's not yeah. cheap. It wasn't cheap. But I found games. This game, it's I don't know where you saw it. The only place I could find like even copies of the game was on second-hand market, and that was like twelve to fifteen dollars. People were selling it, so it's not even that sought after or rare. You know, fifteen-dollar no. PlayStation One game is fairly normal. And at this point, I'd say for fifteen dollars, mm. that's an alright price for this game. Mm-hmm. Maybe not to play this game, but just sort of to experience the the peak ps1 yeah era of gaming you'd yeah you'd have to be a fan of either the gaming or the genre or the movies apart from that you can actually pay the same amount of money for like metal gear solid right yeah and that would be a much better yeah exactly game to try yeah definitely like i said it's it's okay priced but it's not great and you're not going to lose sleep knowing that you've missed playing this game it's it's okay but it's not great no, but I do still think, though, ha- uh, making this game follow the movie, that there is just a, a ton of cool spy mm, scenarios. That's very true. That's very true. Right? That's you're very true. infiltrating a Russian base, or you're a waiter in a fancy hotel, or you're... You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, it's very true. It a is A ton of true. those scenarios. Mm. If you can do it in an afternoon... But, yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> what an afternoon. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> Mission Impossible, nice. I was surprised by this game. Yeah, it was better than I expected. Was surprising. I was, it was because it's it a was. it's a movie game. We all know movie games kind of suck, and of course, PlayStation One era. I wasn't expecting to be any better than now. So I I was surprised about its what, what was there. I was let down by its gameplay, which we've already which we've already discussed. But it was not wasn't it was a surprise. Definitely. Definitely, and I think if anyone got this in 1999, I don't think anyone would be disappointed. No, I agree. They wouldn't. In that era, you wouldn't have been disappointed. It would have been cool. Mm. It would have been awesome. It would have been cool. Although, it would have not been cool a a quick couple of years afterwards. No, exactly. Like most things with the PlayStation 1 era. The PlayStation 1 games, a lot of them did not age that well. No, this is one of them. This is one of them, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Mission Impossible for the PS1. Who? Wait a minute. Do you know who the developers were? Oh. Uh, Info Games, was it? Info Games. Info Games. Am I right? Am I wrong? I don't. Yeah. I get, okay, let's... Developed by Info, Info Games. G- Info Games. And Info Games, uh, later on, I think, came part of the Atari brand. But I'm not, I might be oh. wrong there. But Atari cool. started uh, absorbing everything at some point. Yeah, I remember that. So, uh, Mission Impossible. Yeah, the nice game for the ps1 play it even if you just 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 to get a taste of what it really used to be like 
because all we know on the PS1 now are the the mega hits and the instant yeah, exactly classics, right. Final Fantasy exactly right. Seven, yeah, exactly. Metal Gear Solid. This is slightly above average, mm. and if that's something you'd like some exposure on, play this game. This yeah, is a perfect example. Yeah, exactly. What did we score this bad boy then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we took. We took our scores. We uh, uh, we threw it. We threw it at a Russian base. Ethan unpicked it up and <laughs> planted a bomb on it, and uh, jumped away as it exploded behind him. <laughs> Left in the dust was the rating, the letter grade rating of D plus, which is which is better than I expected. I must admit. Same, same, yeah. same, same. D plus, much better than I expected. Uh, which that's a run of the mill score, average yeah, game, and it is. plus I think. Just slightly above average. But the fact of the matter stays, it did not age that No, well. it didn't age well. Yeah, big shame. <laughs> <laughs> poor Mission Impossible people. <laughs> Aww, Aww, poor. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of the Critical Arcade podcast. Uh, you can follow us on our social media channels, on uh, Facebook, uh, Critical Arcade, on Instagram. It's going to... It's, it's gonna, it's, <laughs> It'll be there sometime. We'll it's get our Instagram off the ground. But you can email us uh, at nick at criticalarcade.com. And dave at criticalarcade.com. That's right. But besides for your email, Dave, where else can we follow you? Well, there's actually an example of this. Believe it or not, uh, somebody tried following me the other day, and that was Madonna. And I actually happened to have one of those face-changing transplant things that Ethan has. <laughs> what? And I applied it to Madonna's face. What are you? And if you, <laughs> if you look at Madonna's face right now, I don't know if you've looked at Madonna recently. No, it's a bit special. That's because she followed me. So, ladies and gents, if you want to try following me, that's what will happen to you. You have to look at Madonna's face now. <laughs> oh jeez, no! Go See? away. See, wow. she tried. She listens to this podcast, and she tried to follow me. I'm. Jeez. Whoa, I've, I've closed Sorry. that tab instantly. Sorry, that was a bit of a shock. I should have given you a, a warning. like a, a, a... Wow. There you go. That's yes, what happened. thank you. You don't want to follow me. That's what happens um, when I have that device. Please don't follow David, but you can do is <laughs> you can support us on Patreon for exclusive content. We release bonus episodes, e- episodes each week where we talk about just, just gaming in general. So, so follow for those bonus episodes as well as a brand new show, Critical Cinema, that you can catch on our Patreon, where we do this exact formula, but instead of video games, we watch movies. And a bit different because then I get to make fun of Nick, who's not watched enough movies. So it's the same formula. This is so and, true. And, and I, I, I get to make I, fun I know. of him. <clears throat> I know I need to watch more movies. I just, <laughs> where, should, where should I find the time? <laughs> it's true. No, no. Oh. I, I'm, I'm going to watch more movies. Yeah. Anyway, next week's uh, game, ladies and gents, if you uh, are interested in in the what's it, the Animal Crossing Harvest Moon type genre of game, we're playing My Time at Porsche. Yeah. Uh, uh, an ind- is that an indie game? It is an indie game. An indie game. It's part of our Indie Five Hundred. Hey. So yeah, it's a game I've I've not touched on many of those types of games. I think I played Harvest Moon uh, years and years ago. I know you're a huge fan of the Animal Crossing games, so it would be that's right. Interesting to see how that scores. Check us next week for my time at Porsche, another entry in our Indy 500. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Indy uh, 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 500. Indy 500. (laughs) Whoa! Uh, The Critical Arcade Podcast. We'll see you next week. Cheers. Cheers.